You shouldn't look at it first thing in the morning because then all of a sudden it's an hour later and you've done nothing productive for the day. I'm going to kick off my productivity now with our reading for April 18th. The quote begins with Beth, from Beth T. I feel like I had a slip today and I didn't drink or use. Aside from a slip to drinking or using or gambling, we may also have what we call a behavioral slip, a return to an old pattern or, or unhealthy behavior towards ourselves or others. Behaviors such as lying to someone, losing our temper unnecessarily, or carelessly hurting another's feelings are all too, e are all too easy to fall into sometimes. At least now, though, our minds are, are clear and we can realize when it happens. We become aware of unhealthy behavior and thanks to our recovery program, take action. We can make an immediate amend and teach ourselves to avoid that behavior in the future. These behavior slips are not the end of our recovery. They are signs that we are breaking away from old patterns, old ways of living. They are part of the process, painful when they happen, but resolvable. And they are happening less and less. We can forgive ourselves for these slips. When they happen, we can share the experience with our higher power, group, or sponsor. They can help us heal our wound, make an amend, and let go again. Today, help me be aware of my behavior toward others and honestly make amends where I need to. This reading really reminds me of, of step 10, when we know we screw up and, and trying to rectify it and make amends immediately. It's interesting to me that I wouldn't have thought of it this way, that the slips, I know they're not the end of our recovery, but I wouldn't have thought of them as progress until it was put that way in the last paragraphs that they're the signs of breaking away from old patterns. I can think of a, I can think of one example that I went through last October when I did this, October and November. I, I generally and especially the last couple of years, have learned to not go to evil or sarcastic as my first go-to. Like, I'm getting better about that. Well, I was, I guess, over being <laughs> nice and politically correct and trying to take the high road after so much forgiveness. I probably should have got away from the situation sooner, but I wrote a really mean text, like, the meanest text I've ever, I didn't even know I was capable of writing it actually. And, and I did have a little alcohol in my system, which is part of why I'm a little scared to drink again. Um, make sure I don't have a, my evil personality come back out. But anyway, so I wrote this really bad text and I let it sit there for, I don't know, three weeks. I sent it, but I didn't, address it beyond that for about three weeks and 
During that time, this is the lesson I learned. During that three weeks, it bothered me more that I sent the text probably than to the recipient. And it was because it wasn't like who I wanted to be. So then I had to suck it up and apologize, which I did. And I felt a little better about mostly. But, of course, with an apology, then you have expectations in your mind, right? So <laughs> that, of course, turned into its own little ball of shit, quite frankly. But anyway, the, the moral of the story is, for me, when I had bad behavior, or especially when it impacts somebody else, like I don't like to be mean or a jerk to anybody else. I'm, I'm the person who wants to hold the door open or smile at strangers so to be that mean when it went against my beliefs, because it was obviously to somebody I care about, that especially people you care about and love, you shouldn't be mean to or evil or hurtful or whatever. At least that's, that's how I like to think my values are. And I remember talking to my counselor about it and she actually gave me a pass and I really couldn't understand it. It's making a little more sense after this reading. She's like, well, you needed to do that. You needed to release your emotions and whatever. And again, I think I could have done a better job. But after two and a half years, I think I was, it was okay to have one blowout is basically the way she said it. So I know to not do that again because of how it makes me feel not the recipient, which <laughs> leads me to tell you about something I did see on my little TikTok excursion this morning. And I'd be curious on, on your thoughts if I could hear them. <laughs> but this lady tells a story about being in line at McDonald's. And I guess the story will kind of <laughs> explain how well McDonald's food is for you. But anyway, um, She's in line and it was taking a while and the guy behind her was getting agitated as well as her. And somehow it sounded like he was taking it out on her and he ended up calling her the C word. She called it the see you next Tuesday. And she gets up to the window, the first window, and she says, hey, that sounds like this guy behind me is really having a bad day. I want to pay for his food. And, you know, she does. And then she gets up to the second window and says to the second person, okay, um, I guess she has the receipts for both, but essentially she takes both orders. She takes her food and his food and drives away. And that wasn't how I expected the story to go. I guess my brain didn't work that way at all. I expected it to have a happy ending where she bought his food and gave it to him and taught him a lesson of, you know, like kindness. You know, you know, if she if she was being kind, then maybe the light bulb would have went off for him that it wasn't her fault that the line was bad or or just showing love and kindness like that feeling you get when you receive or when you give. I thought that that's where it was going. So I was really actually disappointed that she took the food. And I was even more disappointed that I scrolled through some of the comments. And again, 
thinking that people would have the same kind of reaction as me, like, why didn't she leave the food for him? That just, it's still blowing my mind, if you can't tell. And what, what the comments showed me was people were on her side. They were like, yay, revenge, and good job, and I love this. And um, I don't know if, I don't know if it's just because the quarantine and the being cooped up is really kicking in. Because another thing I saw, maybe I just needed to not be on social media this morning, but another thing I saw was on LinkedIn, a lady had taken a picture or posted a picture at six different frames of doctors and healthcare workers sleeping and, you know, like sleeping at their workstations and stuff in the context of how tired and overworked they are and how they're working tirelessly to help. And, you know, she wrote a really, there was a nice blurb about, you know, paying attention to the frontline workers and all this stuff. And she got torn to shreds in her comments. You know, one person was like, I guess she worked for Victoria's Secret. So, oh, and the, the thread started with, you know, maybe this year instead of the Oscars, the we forget the celebrities and we put these frontline workers on at the Emmys or the Grammys or whatever it was. And she worked for Victoria's Secret. So then people are like, well, I don't see you, you know, giving up Victoria's Secret. Why don't you have them be on their fashion show or their show? And I'm not in tune to that, so I don't really know what I'm talking about, whatever their show is. But there was that kind of response. And then there was someone who actually went as far as, it was like a really long paragraph, and I didn't read it all. But essentially, only two of those pictures of the doctors are from the coronavirus. The other four are old and from something else entirely. And here's the proof. And it was like, it was like people were just looking for a fight or an argument. And I think what I'd like to say about, you know, the reading and how I view it and, and, and God knows I need a lot of work still, but if, if we're going to act that way, like I, I know that I'm capable of snapping. Like I said, I had my example from October, but, um, this is, it's not who I am. And like the way that these people were presenting was like they were just looking for fights. Like I, there's many times that I've looked at social media and want, you know, a response. One of those, I want to be right. I want, you know, my attic, my attic brain knows everything. So I'm going to tell you your perspective is wrong, blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> No, for me, that doesn't work. It's not about the argument. It's not about the winning. It's about respecting other people's point of view. Like, respect it. You don't have to agree with everything. Um, that's. I think that's kind of what I was talking about the other day when I was saying it's an election year and the buzz about that seems to be less because of the virus than than 2016. And I'm grateful for that. I'm. I'm so grateful that... That's not the first topic. I mean, it sucks that the first topic is the virus and the situation because it has to be. However, I still, you know, I'm still a believer that it's all happening for very good reasons. I I thought another thing I saw today, maybe I need to uh, listen to watch more social media and tell you all about it. But another thing I saw 
was there's a supermarket down in Louisiana and I visited them in the past and they're really pretty cool. I, I remember taking so many pictures because they do such a good job with their local program and they grow herbs on their rooftop to, um, to put into their culinary designs. And it, it was just a really neat little company. So the thing I saw this morning is they're partnering with restaurants and having the restaurants prepare food so that they can sell it in the stores, you know, like to-go food and hiring the restaurant employees and stuff. I'm still going to hang my hat on those kinds of things, those positive, good things and and the innovation that's going to come out of this. So those are my thoughts for this morning. I often, also have to tell you that the Blue October concert, the, the Justin show last night, was incredible. And... You know, he's another one that's that's doing some good. You know, he's doing these shows to raise money for the people in his band and and the you know, the employee people that would make money from touring but aren't making money sitting at home. And he's just so damn real. And because he's in recovery, I think I respect it so much more. He's not shy about his recovery. He he is who he is. Like, that was something I learned last night. It was so, it was like the message that I got from watching it. And he was just himself. And he's himself all the time, whether he's goofy, happy, sad, emotional, whatever, family time, stage time. He's just himself. And I really, I really just, that hit home with me last night. I really liked it. And... There was something else that I really liked that he did. I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, no, it wasn't him. It was the point of, so I'm, I'm always nagging about the self-care stuff, right, guys? So just to kind of paint the picture of how this went and how I viewed this, this treat. The concert's like an hour. And I've been married to computers and the phones and everything this whole time, whether it's learning, working, playing, whatever. And I I actually set myself up both concerts and made sure that nothing else was going on, put the phones on Do Not Disturb, and I just sat on the couch and watched this, this show. You know, I call it a concert because it's called, you know, in my head it's a concert, but and just made that time to just chill out and listen to the music and not be multitasking. And I don't know why that's so important to me, the whole sitting still and not multitasking, but I feel like that is self-care because I can't I can't do the two things at once anymore and find enjoyment. So that would be my other reminder is if you're if you're doing something, take time to really enjoy it. Don't especially things like self-care or when it involves other people you know pay attention don't be trying to rush anymore and maybe maybe that's another corona gift is we have the time to not have to rush anymore so those are my happy weekend thoughts I will be back tonight if you didn't check out Chuck's episode um, the beginning of his story yesterday feel free to do so Otherwise, just have a fabulous day. Do some self-care. Smile. Be kind.